And we're back with another episode of the Anarchist Experience, episode 172, aka season 2, episode 40, uh, coming at you this Saturday morning. As always, I am your host, Mr. Richie Rich, along with MC. And since this is your weekly call-in show, uh, those numbers for you to dial, 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. That's 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. So anything going on with you this week, MC? Oh, not a whole lot. I think I drank too much last night again. Uh, (laughs) Need to make some new friends that don't drink so much. But other than that, doing pretty good. You know what's funny about that? I just just very briefly, like I was chatting with a, a friend of mine on Facebook and um, last night, and he goes like, you know, we, we were talking about something. He goes like, speaking of which, like, how come we're not, you know, uh, smoking weed right now? I was like, um, dude, because I don't do drugs, you know. And he was like, oh man, you know, like then he was like, I'm feeling weird. He's like, must have been like the scotch that I drink. I'm like, I don't, I don't really drink either. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, I would not have guessed that about you. I'm like. Yeah, no, like you know, I I do my like one little shot of Fireball every few years, and like that's I'm I'm good, I'm good to go. And he's like, well, what about caffeine? I'm like, well, hold on, dude, I'm not fucking Mormon, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but but even caffeine, right? Like I don't I don't seek out caffeine either, right? Like right. you know, I have coworkers that'll like buy me a buy me a Monster, or buy me a soda, or like here here, dude, share some of mine. Um, but when I when I'm at home, it's like I drink a lot of juice. I drink a lot of water. I drink a fuck ton of water, um, and like occasionally, you know, if, if like if the mood hits me, I like, ah, oh, yeah, you know what? I I could definitely go for like a cup of coffee now. But you know, I don't, I don't. It's I it's it's weird, I guess, that I don't. I it, you know, I'm not I'm not opposed to any of that. You know, like if you want to do drugs, do drugs. If you want to drink alcohol, drink alcohol. If you, you know, if you're a caffeine fiend, by all means, you know, keep, keep up the good work. Um, and in a free society, all that stuff would be perfectly legal. Um, but yeah, I just, it's, I don't, I don't seek any of that out. You're doing a shot right now. I'm, I'm pouring a, a, myself some coffee. <laughs> a toast. Just, re- you just reminded me. <laughs> I had some coffee sitting over there. <laughs> Mm. see and okay so when it comes to coffee are you like are you, are you a fanatic in you know in that where like you have your well, like your routine with how you brew it and how you stir it and you gotta let it sit before you drop in the espresso and stuff like that or no i like it black actually um okay but um i guess we we have a pretty nice coffee maker it, it works pretty fast it's a ninja coffee maker mm. um, so it's pretty cool. It's got the that gold filter thing on it. So, and I've got a special coffee grinder, so we know we grind our own. Nice coffee, whatever. Um, I actually don't really know the differences between all the coffees and stuff. So I just drink whatever my girlfriend buys. So that's pretty much it. Nice. I w- I will say I will say that I don't I don't typically drink my coffee black. Um, however, if it's a good coffee. Like I can totally drink it black. Like I, I can totally appreciate like that yeah. coffee flavor. But if you're like, you know, yeah. if you're if you're pouring me like, you know, the four hour old Folgers, forget it. I'm putting fucking cream <laughs> and sugar that up. Yeah, you you would be able to drink stuff. It's it's not bad. Yeah, like you know, same with tea. Like I'm I'm more of a tea guy than I am a coffee guy, and I I can be a little bit snobbish when it comes to tea. 
right. like I, you know, we, we, we have a, a mutual friend who's into that. And so I like, I like the way she brews her tea, you know, loose leaf, you know, in the pot yeah. and then, you know, just, just straight up cause it t- it's good tea and it tastes yeah. good. But you know, if well, you're giving next, me like, next a, time you come over, I'll, I'll have to make you some tea. You will, you will love it. Okay. Deal. Like not it, not not bitter at all. It just like smooth and like makes you want more. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, that kind of stuff. I you know I'll I will drink it straight up. But if you give me like a pack of Lipton, you know, forget it. I'm, I'm <laughs> milk and honey in that one too because that's you know it's it's when you've had the good stuff, right? Like it's hard to go back oh, yeah. and be like, oh yeah, let me let me get a nice a a, a nice warm cup of Lipton brew. You know, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with it. You know, it's just. Oh, there it is. needs a little bit, yeah. So, so uh, the, there's this study they did on uh, the lead, lead content in, in tea. Um, okay. Apparently, tea leaves or the plants soak up some of the lead in, in, the, in the ground. And uh, Lip, Lipton is among the worst offenders for having lead in their tea. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so... But See, I, it... I don't. I don't know if there's a way to completely get around it. It's like because tea is actually really good for you. Yeah. Um, lead is not. So. <laughs> okay, but iron is, right? Like I don't. It's weird. It's the the human body and what it needs is such a weird phenomenon, right? Like lead. Lead is not good for you. But there are people that take iron supplements. Right. Right. Or you know. All, all that other stuff that you know would naturally come off come from the food you eat and you know because like you like the tea the plants absorb it right and it's like what's what's good and what's not good is lead really that bad you know in small it, enough quantities well, don't you just pass it through it, and that's the thing i think for lead it doesn't it get a lot of it gets stored in your brain or something okay. and same thing with with mercury too but there's different types of mercury i was told so like the mercury you get from a vaccine is like really harmful and could like really screw you up for life. Okay. Uh, but the mercury that comes from like eating fish right. is not so harmful. So it's, you know, it's how it's processed and the thing that you're eating and, or, or, <laughs> and that's another thing, like getting mercury injected into your veins is totally different <laughs> from putting it through your digestive system, you know? So, <laughs> uh, yeah, scary stuff. Uh oh. Or are we gonna take a are we gonna take a walk down the vaccine road and piss off half uh, of it, half no, the population I, either way? Yeah, that's 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 the thing. And I'm not I'm not really totally anti vaccine, but I'm I'm pro like uh, maybe being a little bit picky about which vaccines you get. Like there's some that that uh, like even even for things like okay, measles, right? It's a you know, widely used mostly effective vaccine but they they combine it with multiple vaccines right yeah measles mumps so, rubella so when you when you combine a whole bunch of them at the same time uh that could potentially make it harder on your immune system to to uh determine what it is that you're injecting in you so uh, yeah your immune system is a tricky thing right? so you know be careful with it um for, for measles i think in this day and age, um, even if you got it, um, you're probably not going to die from it. And, you know, in the past, people would, uh, you know, they would just live with it. 
you know, and they would fight it off like chicken pox, you know? Yeah. So, I had chicken pox uh, as a kid. Right. So do you really need a, a, a vaccine for chicken pox, you know, like, or, or is it better to get some of these diseases and fight them off naturally? And so, so one study they, they, they showed was that the people that, that got the measles and fought it naturally with their immune system have, uh, less less likely to get cancer or 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 less likely to die of other some other diseases later in life uh, so you know immune system is is actually a developing thing it's not it's not something that um, maybe we should you know not play with it constantly or or try to prevent every bad thing from happening yeah um, so yeah that's my that's, that's what I kind of believe you know there's yeah there's cultures that that do exist thankfully um i guess is it the mormons or you know people live living on their on their farms and stuff that that you know reject amish? medical industry entire yeah amish yeah uh so they yeah they reject all that stuff and and you know they have thriving populations so it's you know it's <laughs> i i'm not totally against nature you know but there, there's some vaccines that you know, you might be like, "Hey, I don't want my kid to get that." And yeah, go ahead and go ahead and vaccinate. You know, it's not going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> See, and I I think I fall right in the middle, somewhere somewhere around where probably where it sounds like you fall, in that, you know, on both side on both sides of the debate, right? There's like there's disinformation, um, uh-huh. and and outright I'm going to say chicanery for lack of a better term. Or omissions. Yeah. Um, well, it's just, it's just like anything in politics. Is both sides are willing to lie to you to get their way. <laughs> yeah, and I just I just think it should be a choice, right? Like I'm not, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm not, I'm not I'm definitely not pro vaccine. In so far as you know, everyone must get vaccinated, and you're not allowed in school until they stab you in the arm or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> it's fucking nuts. But I'm also not anti-vax. You know, to the point where I would say, like, you know, that we're we're not doing that to our kid. Um, right. But I, I think the the both sides have to understand that there's risks involved with the choice you make. Right. Right. And what the what the pro vaxxers ignore when they're when they're spouting off, you know, their their rhetoric um, is that vaccines can be harmful to a select number of individuals in the population and sure. you can die after taking the vaccine, you know, in, a, in, in, in small percentages, but it still happens. And what you know, the, the downside to their position is that they're willing to risk your life, right. Or your kid's life, um, as being one of those small percentages, right. For like the benefit of the whole, Right. No, no, no. Everyone must get the vaccine. And if your kid's the one that dies, well, then we're going to ignore that uh, because vaccines are overall good for everybody. Right. You know, Mm. and the anti-vax is like the same thing. Right. You can die from diseases no matter how uncommon they happen to be in the world we live in today um, by not getting vaccinated. Right. Like it's it's the now are you likely, you know, to contract polio? Probably not. But there's a reason for that, right? You know, because it's it's all but been eliminated. 
<laughs> due, due to, you know, some people risking their lives by getting the vaccine. Uh, so yeah, but I think it's, it should always be a choice. Um, and it should never be like, uh, it should never be a choice that people have to make, um, you know, in, in the face of the state, like, you know, not getting, not getting vaccinated should not be an act of rebellion, right? It should just be a medical choice where you've assessed the risks on your own. And it's an informed decision to go like, you know what, um, you know, I, I family history of people dying from vaccines. And I just, you know, every, every time I get like some sort of shot, I, I feel ill afterwards and it's miserable. And I just, I don't want to take that risk. I like the way I feel now, you know? And it shouldn't be like, you know, you shouldn't have protesters in your face going like, oh, you know, herd immunity. You know, you must for the for the for the good of the herd. You you must be the sacrificial lamb type of thing like that. I think mm-hmm. that part's nonsense. Uh, yeah. And like, you know, the other thing with with the immune system, like I'm all for that. Right. Playing the dirt, you know, get, you know, get get some germs on you and, you know, uh, let let your immune system evolve into something that can handle it. Uh, mm mm-hmm. It's funny, like my mom babysits, um, I think she's like a three month old, a relatively, relatively tiny baby, um, Mm -hmm. cute little thing. Um, so sometimes in the morning before I go to work, you know, I go and, uh, you know, hang out with them and then I'm going to hold the baby and play with the baby or whatever. And a couple of days ago, like the baby was sick, right? It was like, you know, a little bit of a runny nose and, you know, a little bit of, of, you know, sneezing, you know, whatever. And my mom goes, oh, gotta be careful. You know, like you don't the baby's sick you don't you might not want to be around it you don't want to get sick i went i don't catch baby germs <laughs> like just hand her to me you know and i'm i'm still not feeling you know ill like the baby but the, you know baby's nose runs and you're holding it and fucking like rubs its fucking dirty nose and on on my shirt and like all right whatever it's baby you know it's baby's not who cares you know and it like sneezes and babies don't know how to cover their mouths right in my face and like all right i can live with that too um let's put my theory to the test you know like i don't get baby germs like i i think that my immune system has developed past the point where things that make babies sick with their weakened you know and and not less developed not weakened but less developed immune system uh are not going to bother me and so far you know I, i've played those cards right because i am i am not baby sick at the time but yeah you right. know like and who knows, you know, they just, they just get sick. Um, yeah. So, so my question is, and I, I don't know this, I don't have any kids, but, uh, you know, vaccines could be dangerous to, to children with, with, uh, 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 a, uh, not, not undeveloped, <laughs> the other word you use, <laughs> but a, a weakened, a okay. weakened immune system. Um, so, you know, baby pops out. Do they do they give them a test to find out how good their immune system is before they give them the vaccines, or do they just give them the vaccine? Um, I've only been through this once, and I do not remember a test being run before um, they stabbed my son with a needle. Right. And so, like that—that's to me, that's the problem. Right? They treat everybody the same, and all kids are definitely not the same so yeah well uh, the, you know wait. like i said the vaccinators it's just a statistic right you know one in a thousand die but we're yeah. gonna stab a thousand of you anyway well and not all of them die too and that's the thing that you know there there is a, a debate and about you know the autism thing right and so tell you the truth i don't know i've seen information on both sides yeah so which which is the diff which one is the disinformation um it's, it's hard to find out 
but what what we do know is that you know cases of autism and other things have become more prevalent and and you know it's not i can't tell you what caused it uh you know correlation is is not causation type of thing but but it could be but damn (laughs) it's tightly correlated (laughs) so so i don't know but um uh so so what is what is causing it i don't know i you know it and I, I think you have to look at the Amish to see, you know, their rates of autism and stuff like that. Theirs is not increasing. They don't have vaccines. So, yeah, to me, it's pretty, pretty clear. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah, not, not all kids are the same. So they're not going to respond the same to, to yeah. vaccines. And that's, that's what the pro-vaxxers will say. Well, look, this kid got his vaccines and he's not autistic. It's like, mm. Well, that, that kid is different, right? Like, you know. Just, just having the information out there and allowing people a free choice would do so much. And if you're if you're a vaccinated kid or a, a, the parent of a vaccinated kid, right? I mean, I think it's I I would consider it to be fair disclosure. Um, if you don't want your vaccinated kid hanging around unvaccinated kids, um, because oddly enough, you're afraid that they might get the disease of which they're vaccinated against. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. and, I, and I've seen stories about that too. There was this one, the, you know, measles outbreak or something like that, right? And 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 it it, it, it happened in an, an entirely vaccinated group. And yeah, and some of the people that that, that were not vaccinated didn't get it <laughs> so, <laughs> because they they fought it off naturally. <laughs> yeah, they got that built up good immune system. So, yeah, see yeah. weird stuff like that. It's stuff like that where I go, it's, it's gotta be a scam, right? Like the, you know, the, the paranoia in me goes, it has to be a scam. Like the vaccine doesn't do anything. It's just that, you know, evolution more so has, you know, eradicated these diseases and they just push the yeah. vaccine on the off chance. Cause, cause the chances of you getting it vaccinated or unvaccinated are so slim, right. That you might as well just, you know, not do it and take your chances. Um, yeah. But the medical industry would just push it, you know. But how does that happen? How do how do vaccinated yeah. kids get the disease and unvaccinated kids don't get the disease when it's when the science, right, the scientists, the media will tell you it's the opposite. Yeah. And so occasionally they uh they mess up batches and uh at, at one time they you know, some sometimes they'll give a you know, like ten thousand people AIDS or something that happened once. <laughs> you know. It's like you know these these type of things happen and oops there's there's no there's not enough oversight i don't think um there's not enough competition in the market you know yeah um it's not like oh i want to get the expensive one because you know they, they put extra security and and uh, attention to detail and all that stuff and less mercury um, yeah less mercury all that um and and like my my parents were were given uh uh, a batch of uh, flu vaccine that had elevated levels of mercury in it. It's like, eh, oh well. Like, <laughs> what were the what were the uh, repercussions of that? Well, I mean, they're fine, but you know, it's, it's mercury is one of those things that it, it builds up in your system. Okay. Um, so the more of it you have, the more problems you'll get. But um, and oh, what was the repercussions for the company or whatever? That's no, that's no, no. I don't like, really know. Like, I, no, no, you had it right. I meant for your parents. Like, you know, if it, if it builds up, then 
you know, they they still don't know what the the damage to their to their health is yet. Cause yeah, they, you know, they're they're fine right now, but I mean, mercury goes to the brain. It it could uh, increase the chance of uh, what do you call it, Alzheimer's and stuff like that. Okay. And you know, and of course, the things that affect your brain affect everything. So your immune system is actually controlled by your brain. So that could be affected eventually. <laughs> yeah. But you just, there's no way to, there's no way to tell right now because it's a uh, slow build. So they have elevated mercury. So right. I guess the easiest thing to do was, you know, cut out any more, you know, any more potential yeah. threats to potential mercury threats. Right. Right. Don't take any more flu vaccines. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Even that, I avoid that every year. It comes, it goes. I, I rarely get, yeah. you know, sick and I haven't gotten the flu. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm much better off not taking the flu vaccine. Um, yeah, I, I got I got really sick one time, uh, in the when I was in the Air Force, and they gave it to me. And mandatory, you know, it, yes, mandatory. Um, but the, so, well, the thing is, like, okay, so it shouldn't affect you that bad. You shouldn't get that sick from it. But what what happens in the case that that you have a, a suppressed immune system? Well, when I was in the Air Force, I used to drink a lot. So, you know, com- combine a flu vaccine with, you know, really heavy drinking. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you might have a recipe for disaster. Right? So, <laughs> Especially if you're a pilot. Sure. But, yeah, I was I was so sick that uh, and part of it was my fault. Uh, and this, this is important for people to know, too. Like, if you, if you have a fever, um, don't cover yourself up with blankets and try to make yourself even more hot uh or you know if uh, i felt cold and that's why i was putting the blankets on okay but i was gonna say is that a thing i don't usually that doesn't even sound like you know sound medical advice right so i felt really really cold okay i kept piling more blankets on but that was just making my my body temperature higher and higher and uh that was really dangerous um so i what i should have done is you know just you know, went through it without yeah co- covering up but I was, or do the opposite and take a cool take a cool shower or an ice bath or something to bring your temperature your temperature down yeah i mean i i felt so cold though that there's yeah. no way i could have done it but room temperature i could have bared uh yeah okay <laughs> but yeah it's just one of those I, things you know like yeah i, I guess I, if you're self-diagnosing I, I was doing i was <laughs> I was really sick. I, I was actually so sick that I, I couldn't even make it. I couldn't drive to the to the hospital. Right? I was just like, uh, they. <laughs> so when you're in the military, they they have this, you know sick uh, sick bay. What do they call it? Yeah, something like that. But you're supposed to if you're going to take off work, you you must go to the doctor. Right? That's just okay. the, that's just the rule. Everybody knows it. Nobody fights it. Um, but I I was so sick. I called in that Monday morning, I was like, I, I can't make it to work. They're like, what do you mean? Like, I'm sick. Oh, well, you just have to go to the doctor and get a doctor note, right? Yeah. I was like, you don't understand. I, I can't. I can't do it. I can't. Like, if you want me to go to sick call, then I, that you have to come pick me up because I can't do it. Like, I, I can't see. Like, <laughs> my, I can't focus. Like, I can't drive. <laughs> I, can't, yeah. I just can't do it. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know what you mean. Like, I just, I'm going back to sleep. Uh, you know, I'll see you if I wake up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and the girl was on the phone. 
the girl that took the call, you know, at work, she's like, you can't do that. I was like, it's not about you know what I can or cannot do. I was like, I just can't drive. So <laughs> what do yeah. you do about it? This is, this is not about <laughs> your honestly. rules. This is about physical reality, woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that, that, you know, the day came and went. And the next day I was good enough to make it to the doctor. And, and uh, you know, the, and so the next day I got a note. But, okay. yeah, it was weird. I, I didn't even get in trouble for that. I thought it was. The next day the uh, doctor goes, well, you're not sick at all. <laughs> <laughs> I can't Not give you a note for yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you can't give me a note for the for the other day, but yeah, I was I was, I was expecting to get written up. I guess they they believed me. <laughs> yeah, I some some I I think the I don't think the military is the only place where policies like that are in effect, right? Like you know, oh, I, no. I, there's other lots corporations. Of yeah, require yeah. a note, but it's it's a little bit different in, in the military because if you don't show up to work, they they, they call that AWOL. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, we have a four letter word for that, you know, like yeah. your acronym. Yeah. <laughs> that like that's really bad if you if you're AWOL. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, but, and that's and that's funny the the way they operate because they they make up their terms and and or acronyms and because they made an acronym. That means it's automatically, you know, more severe than than just oh you were sick, you know. <laughs> yeah. But what what I was gonna say is I I so, a part of me thinks that policies like that are in place more so to catch the fakers um, than to punish like the the people who are really ill, right? Oh yeah, like, sure. Like in in, in your like they could have easily written you up. But that's yeah. so stupid, you know, given the circumstance, <laughs> right? But if it was if it was someone yeah, who was like hung over from the night before, going like, "Oh, I don't think I can get out of bed," you know, <laughs> is, has a history of having a case of the Mondays, right? Then, right. then maybe a wall is accurate, you know. But even even the court was like, you know, go get a doctor's note. Like I, I'm barely getting out of bed, man. Um, I can say that I, I can say that I've never really had that issue. Like I don't. I I usually suck it up and show up sick and then get sent home. Right? Like <laughs> yeah. the the the, pr- the proof is in the pudding right there. Like uh Rich, you should probably go home. All right, see you later, you know. I'll, I'll try this again tomorrow type of a thing. Um but it, it hasn't happened. It hasn't wow, man. It hasn't happened probably in over a decade at this point. But what uh, around like college age, like in my my early 20s, um I was like more susceptible to migraines. Um, and they would, they would just like, that was it. I was done for like hours. Once, once it got on set, like there was, you know, it was, you know, dark room, dark, quiet room. And then don't make a sound, right? Like don't, don't turn on the light. Don't open the curtain. Just leave my face covered and don't talk to me. Cause that was, that was, you know, it was, it was that bad for a short period of time. Um, but now, like every time, every time I start to get like you know early symptoms of a migraine, where I go, oh shit, is it finally gonna happen again? Then I get nervous, you know, because because now I'm like you know on my own basically. Like if I get a migraine at work, I, there's no way I can get home. You know, that I'm like I'm done. I'm like I'm locked there, kind of the same way you were you know locked in bed. Luckily, you were at home. Mm-hmm. But like I, you know, all those contingencies like run through my head. Like, okay, it's it's it feels like it's early onset. 
I got to go now, otherwise I'm not going to make it kind of a thing. And then, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, but like, like I said, luckily it hasn't, I haven't had one in, in over a decade. It's been, you know, must've been just the college pressure, man. Cause af- after I got uh, out of that, it was kind so of I don't, done. I don't think, uh, it probably wasn't the college pressure. Um, so I follow, uh, Dr. Eric Berg on YouTube a lot. Okay. And, and he, had, he, he talks about migraines. Okay. And, uh, so one, he says most migraines are not a problem with your head problem with your gut and there's a nerve that goes from your gut to your to your head and uh and that and that's what's actually causing the migraine okay um so there's uh there's the stuff you can get supplement it's uh actually i i, I got it from my girlfriend it's it's called uh bile oh, okay <laughs> um oddly and, enough and so you, you you take a bile supplement i forget what it's actually called uh let me see if i can find it but yeah you just take that and uh, and it helps with digestion and uh, helps you absorb more nutrients out of the food that you do get. So my point is, it could have just been your diet. Okay, my cafeteria be- food better- then. Yeah. So if you have a better diet now than you had when you were in college, which most people do, um, then that's probably why you don't have as many migraines. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting to know. I just I thought it was just like you know school stress type of a thing. And yeah. well, s- well, stress adds to it too. Um, yeah, because that that affects your immune system, and when your immune system is overactive, uh, that depletes more nutrients from your body, and so you know leads you to the same same problems, messes up your bacteria in your body, and it, you know everything's downhill from there. Interesting to know. I I will look into that if I start to you know get the migraines again. But at this point, like I said, it's been it's been over a decade. And so I don't, it's not even something that I worry about as much. Right. Like I said, until the, until the symptoms go onset and I go like, Hmm, I wonder if this is, I wonder if this is going to be the one that sets it off again, but it hasn't been. Yeah. So, so the actual stuff that I, that I bought is called gallbladder formula. Okay. Where the, that's where your body stores the bile. Um, yeah. And it has bile salts. That's the actual supplement. Interesting. Yeah, good stuff. Anyway, anything else? No, no. I hope hope uh, anybody listening to this that has migraines list, listens to Doctor Eric. There's there's a couple other uh, solutions too, but the the gall- gallbladder is main culprit, um, and there's a couple other things too. Some of them are related to hormones. You know, the yeah. females get females typically get migraines more than than males um because the, they have the hormone issue um so yeah there's a solution for that too that's why it's always a chick in the fucking migraine commercials going like oh, no, <laughs> yep. <another one." laughs> yeah all right well moving on then because i i i didn't come to the the table with much until like until last night um and it was it was a minor it was a minor incident that went off without any like real repercussions. Um, but what, what triggered, triggered, not triggered in like the triggered sense that people use it now, but what triggered me, um, was the phrasing used and the mindset that it it entails is the reason why I want to bring it up, um, on the show today. So as you know, um, I ride a moped, uh, to work for the most part, most days. Um, 
and I'm in trouble with the cops, you know, more frequently than the average person. Um, so I'm, I'm riding my moped home last night and there's a, there's an intersection where I live where the lights take forever. They just, they don't, they don't like, I'm convinced that my moped doesn't trigger the sensor to change the lights because it happens. It's, it's happened to me at other intersections before where, you know, you know, the, the hand will blink, you know, for the crosswalk people and then it'll turn like, like they can walk again and I go, Hey dude, what about me? Like you missed, you skipped me, right? Like I'm here, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting patient, like a good little citizen. Um, and it just doesn't trigger, you know, and then, then like, you know, what, what's your options there, right? You got, you, you, you're, you're, vi- you're victim of circumstance to a car coming up behind you and triggering the sensor, or you break, you break the law and you run the red light. Um, so I was approaching this intersection and from a distance, like I saw blue lights and I went, oh, motherfucker, there's a cop up over there. And then as I got to the intersection, the, the blue lights were gone. So I thought the cop like, you know, turned off or went, went about their business and did their own thing. Um, but the, 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 the cross direction, you know, the, the crossing traffic still had their green light and there was nobody there. Um, and then there was like cars opposite me on the other side of the, the intersection, like waiting patiently for their light to turn green. And in retrospect, I don't think this cop understands how that light situation works because <laughs> I'm, let me, I'll, I'll explain it to you in a second. Um, because the way she phrased it to me, you know, was made it now that I think about it, now that I'm telling you, it makes it makes me believe she doesn't know how that intersection works. So the intersect, the way the intersection works is the cross traffic for me, um, goes at the same time and then the light changes and the traffic across from me, gets all to go and my light would still be red. And then when their light goes red, then my side of the intersection gets the green, right? So it's not, it's not cross traffic both ways, you know, does that make sense? Do you, do you, do you right. understand what I'm describing? Yeah. Okay, good. So I approach the intersection. Um, and you know, there's like, you know, a handful of cars on the other side waiting patiently for their light to turn. Um, and I'm waiting at mine and there's no one behind me. And I check my mirrors. There's no one coming. And then I look to the left, you know, and there's, there's no cars coming to the left. And I look to the right. There's no cars coming to the right. Um, and then I don't even cross a lane of traffic, right? Like I make a U-turn, um, and barely a U-turn because like immediately after the U-turn, there's the entrance to the gas station, right? So I like, I make this U-turn, no harm, no foul, no traffic crossed, right? Just right into the gas station. And then I'm, I'm putting gas. Um, and then the, the, then the cop approaches, right? And so she, she lets me off with basically a warning, not even like a written warning, just a, Hey, try not to do that again. Um, and I explained to her, like, you know, the, 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 the moped doesn't trigger the sensors lady. Like I would have been stuck there, you know, for, for longer than needed. And this is where I think she doesn't understand how the situation, how those lights work. Cause she goes like, well, it would have triggered because we were waiting across from you. Like it would have, you know, <laughs> when we could have went, then you could have, right? And then it didn't cross my mind at the time to explain because I didn't, I, I only now like replaying it back in my head, oh, do I understand that she doesn't know how that light works because that's not what would have happened. Like her, her light would have went green and my light would have stayed red and then the cross traffic would have got the green again. Right. Like, like I, I, I still would have been skipped, um, even though she was over there. So 
that would have been nice to have remembered, you know, to, to have figured that out while, you know, while on the spot. Cause I could have explained that to her. Um, but what, what she said was, and this is the part that triggered me. She goes like, well, we're waiting, we're all waiting over there and it just looks bad. Like that's, <laughs> that was, that was her words. It just looks bad when you just go, you know, <laughs> and, and, you know, and so I'm like, well, again, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I didn't, I, you know, the, the trigger doesn't, it doesn't sense for me. None of these triggers, like even the other, if I went a different direction to get the light to, to take a different intersection, that one bypasses me too. So like, you know, this is, it's, this is not the first time I've done it. And it, you know, it's, that's all I'm not going to, not going to incriminate myself any further. Um, basically, but I just, I like, not okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. And then she said like the other thing, odd thing she said was like, I could like walk my moped through the crosswalk. And I went, really? I can do that? <laughs> because if that's the case, who the fuck cares? You know, cause then all the, all that's different is then is like one, I'm sitting on the bike. Um, and the other one, I'm like walking beside the bike, going the same direction, crossing the same, you know, road that I just crossed. Cause like I said, didn't even go into a lane of traffic, right? It was just like, boop, just right around a curb basically, you know, in the, in the middle of the median. So we'll see. Um, I'm going to try that next time. Like fucking jump into it, jump in, jump off the bike and walk it through a crosswalk. Um, and then we'll, we'll see how that works out when, when a cop goes, you you can't do that. And I'm like, well, your other officer said we can. So this is going to be real interesting to figure out. Uh, <laughs> but again, the, the, the point of bringing this up is the mentality of, well, it doesn't look good that we're all sitting there waiting and then you just go, right? And apparently she had, she had, had to have turned her lights off. So like she was, maybe she had just gotten off of her shift, which is why she didn't bother writing me a ticket. Um, because like the, the blue lights were there and then they weren't. And then, you know, I, I made sure to look around. So I don't know, I don't know where exactly she was or where she came from. Um, or if it was the same cop that I saw the blue lights on, but either way, <laughs> The, the, the fact that, you know, it looks bad for them to be there waiting um, while I just go. And, you know, in the back of my mind, again, I'm just nodding my head going, yes, yes, yeah, whatever, 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 whatever. In the back of my mind, I'm like, well, that's fucking your fault for waiting, right? If it, you know, obviously this light suck, otherwise you wouldn't be waiting. And you should just go. It's clear. It's clear both ways. It's 11 o'clock at night. There's not a lot of traffic on the road. <laughs> like you could turn that intersection into like a blinking yellow where you just like approach with caution and then go when it's clear because that's how little traffic there is, you know, on that side in that area at that time. Um, but no, you know, it, it looks bad for them to, for all, for all those cars who've been waiting patiently for their turn to go you know, and, and for me to usurp, you know, their, 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 you know, their place in line, um, when is, when is per perfectly safe and perfectly clear, obviously, cause I was at the gas pump, you know, ready to, ready to pump my gas when, when she approached, right. And like, it's, <laughs> there, there was no accident cause there was no, you know, no, no right of way violated the, those cars that were waiting across were waiting anyway. It's not like I cut them off or like rushed to get in front of them. You know, there, there, there was an opening and I took it. <clears throat> and for me, it, it goes back to like, uh, uh, you know, number one, uh, what I've said before is like, damn the consequences. And number two is like, I don't like living my life down to the least common denominator. Right. Like I don't, it just, it's, it's so 
precious. Even even the 30 seconds of waiting or however long that I would have had to wait for another car to show up and, you know, push me on through, right? But it's it's like why why would anyone, you know, waste their time um, following following rules that are so asinine that they're clearly designed for people much dumber than me, right? <laughs> well, that's that's the point. They're, they're designed for idiots and and uh, most people are, so Whatever. Well, and, but I am not, I am not, and I should not have to live my life down to the level of an idiot, you know, just to remain unmolested and, or unharassed because it, if she was, you know, if she was in a bad mood, right? Like I'd have another ticket, I'd have another, you know, whatever, you know, to deal with for, for something so silly. So like, so good on her, you know, for, for not, not making an issue out of nothing, Aside from the fact than to point out to me that you just ran a red light as if I didn't know, right. You know, to begin with, you know, like she, she wasn't bringing me new information aside from the fact that it looks bad when all the other citizens are waiting, you know, are fucking getting, are lined up, you know, in, you in, in single wanna, file. You don't want to give anybody the, the, the wrong idea that you can, that you can just go whenever you please. <laughs> Which is exactly how it should be, right? You fucking, you approach the situation, you assess the dangers, and you make a decision based on your educated assessment as a rational human thinking being, you know? And and again, it's not like I fucking just like rolled up and blew through it. I rolled up, I stopped, I looked, not only did I look left and right to see if there was cross traffic, I looked behind me to see if another car was coming because if another car was coming, right, then I wouldn't have, I I wouldn't have been waiting long. I still would have been waiting. But at that point, it's like, it's not worth, if another car is behind me, it's not worth the risk of running a red light to get caught. Right. Like I would go like, well, there's another car, you know, I, I, I can wait this out. But, but for there to be like no threat, no danger and no assist coming, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like, like seriously when i I was in when i was in grade school that's a long time ago and uh uh there there was this car so we're we're all sitting at an intersection there was a cop on one on the other side this and this car must have been going 50 miles an hour and uh he gets to the intersection notices the cop was there slams on the bricks and he slides like 85 percent all the way through the intersection (laughs) (laughs) So he's sliding to his up, backs up. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that was that was that was good. I mean, that... <laughs> saved yourself from getting a ticket. But... <laughs> Did he? Man, like, what is it? No, he didn't get a ticket. <laughs> I mean, in in that situation, the cop boy. couldn't have even pulled up for speeding. It would have been like reckless driving or endangerment or something. Yeah, that it was to- it was totally insane. Totally, it was it was not safe. Even, even if even if the light was green, he was he was going double the speed limit. Okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> which uh, and, and yeah, so, there's some places obviously the, the speed limit is too low, um, but there's most some places, places that it's it's set. You know appropriate and uh so yeah 30 miles an hour probably the maximum for that intersection <laughs> as as an appropriate rational speed for for safety reasons 
But I, I will also yeah. say that if you want to do 50, fucking do 50. But there are consequences, you know, uh, involved with doing 50 that you're going to have to live with should you wreck someone's property or injure someone's body, right? If, if you kill someone because you were doing 50, um, I would say it's the same as if you killed someone doing the speed limit, right? Like you, you should still, you should still be responsible for your, your safety and the safety of those around you, um, and deal with the consequences of such, right? Like, like in my case, there was, there was no one around me. There was like, I was putting no one in, uh, I was not in harm's way. I was putting no one else in harm's way for the most part. I drive like that even, you know, even when I'm, you know, going a little bit faster than the speed limit, uh, if, if you will. Um, and this is, but, but I accept the consequences, right? Like I know that going fast puts me at a higher risk, um, of, of, you know, either causing or being involved in an accident. And I accept that risk because I think I'm a fucking damn good driver and I can handle, you know, those types of, those, those types of speeds in most situations. My my pet peeve is the making it right unread. Um, the people that I don't usually, do it. No, I I usually don't stop. It's you know the, oh. the law says you're supposed to come to. A oh yeah yeah yeah. And, and then go. I usually don't stop. I usually just keep rolling. Okay. Um, and sometimes I do worse than that. Sometimes I just floor it through the you know <laughs> just nice. Like especially like it's, it's it's one of those things. There's nobody around, and I go. So when I was yeah. in high school. Uh, my, my dad was a cop in, in the city that I did this in, uh, there was nobody around. I just, you know, gunned it through the corner, went around and the cop pulled me over. He says, man, you just, you just completely ran that stop sign. I'm like, yep. <laughs> Absolutely. So, what? Why'd you do that? Oh, there's nobody around. Well, I was around. I'm like, smart ass. <laughs> yeah. I was there. Like, yeah, you were there, you know, doing nothing. Wasting your time, uh, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you could have just been at home, <laughs> you know, waiting for a call. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Waiting for you to be useful. But of, of course, you know, that, that time, uh, I, I, I didn't get a ticket cause you know, my dad was a cop in that, in that city. Oh um, Jesus. And then one of those kids. And, then, <laughs> and it happened again <laughs> on, the, on, the mil- on the military base. Uh, <laughs> You know, same thing, you know. Oh, you, you you just completely, you know, blew that stop sign. Yep. What else can I do for you? <laughs> yeah, there, there's another intersection by my house that's like that, too. I'm sure you've experienced it and you probably blew through it, too. I go like there there ought to be a turn. There ought to be a turn signal there for the right turn, because there's not even like there's not even um, the, the, the way that that intersection works. The, the right turn doesn't impede anybody. While the the next like the the light turns red, and then the traffic to 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 your right has the green light, um, and the traffic to your left still has a red light, right? So it's not like you have to stop and let the traffic from the left go, because the traffic from the right goes first. So like there there should be a green arrow there that just allows the smooth flow of right turning traffic because it's not even a, a straight right lane; it's a right right lane. Um, and the, you, sh- you shouldn't have to stop. It just, it's, it backs up, tra- it backs up traffic like almost a mile at that intersection during rush hour because everyone has to come to a stop and then turn and then come to a stop and then turn. And I, I don't know, I, I don't know if you've ever uh, had to, if you've ever come to my house during, during that time MC, but it, it like 
um, from from the from the free sometimes from the freeway exit, like right as you merge off the freeway uh, mm -hmm. onto the road, like it, it, that that one lane will back up that far uh, oh, during yeah. during busy times. So it's, it's nonsense. Um, another pet peeve of mine, similar to yours, is people who refuse to make a left on red um, from a one-way to a one-way, which in Hawaii is perfectly legal. I, I know that's not yeah. the case everywhere. Um, and I've even, ta I've even talked to a friend who, like, where, where he was from, you could make a left on red if one direction was a one-way. Like, if, if you were making right. a left onto a one-way, you could cross oncoming traffic. Um, to right. do it. That's, that's not the case here in Hawaii. Um, but there's, you know, there's one, there's a left turn on my way home, you know, from, from a one way to a one way, depending on the route that I take. Uh, and a lot, and, and again, I, I get off of work late. So this is like 10 30, 11 o'clock at night sometimes. Um, and sometimes there'll be a car. There's not even a sign that says no left turn on red, right? It's, it's a perfectly legal maneuver. And the cars in the left turn lane will sit there and wait for the green. And I'm like, what the you know, that pisses me off. So, <laughs> so the other night I pulled up to a car who was sitting there, you know, waiting, you know, waiting to, t waiting for the green to make a left turn onto a one from a one way to a one way. And I just zipped around him. I went, boop, you know, right around, you know, right, right around, right in front of him and made my left turn in front of him and fucker like laid on the horn, like, bam, bam, like whatever, dude, like you had your chance. You know, there's, there's no oncoming traffic. You're sitting there at a fucking, at a, at a light where you can turn legally and you're going to honk at me because you're wasting my time. Right. That's, that's the lowest common denominator right there. That's the guy who like the fucking traffic lights are for because he's too stupid to even know the rules, let alone assess his own situation. Um, you know, and, and, and safety. So, yeah. Um, uh, you know, th there's, there's a myriad of laws that I, I care too little about, you know, especially on the moped. Like, you know, it, it's especially my moped. Cause it's like, it's a zippy little thing. Um, so, you know, so I'm, I, I do a bunch of bad stuff or, or what would be, you know, what would be considered by the state to be bad stuff while on it. Um, that just, it's just too stupid to, to ignore. Other. Like if I was in a car, I couldn't go around that dude, you know, cause then it, you know, then, then I'm making the turn from a completely different lane, um, and making it unsafe. But on the moped, it's like, yeah, no, same, like either on the line or in the same lane. And I'm just going right around you because you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, that's another, that's another pet peeve of mine the the people who refuse to turn left. Uh, on red because they think you can only go right and ignoring the fact that it's a one way to a one way or a one way crossing over a lane of traffic, you know, in, in certain States, you know, whatever it happens to be, that's, that's worse. That's worse than having to stop on a right. And I don't even stop, you know, same with you, the intersection that I'm talking about MC, I, I don't floor it through it. Um, but I, I do the slow roll, right? I, I do the roll just, just in case there's a cop there. Like at least I was like making an attempt to look like I know that I'm supposed to stop as opposed to just ignoring it outright. Like, okay, I'll slow, I'll slow down and I'll check for traffic and I go, nope, no traffic. Cause the, the fucking lights red, dumbass. I'm not, you know, so stupid. All right. But that's, that's all I had. Oh my, holy shit. Headlines. We're, we're rambling. That's oh my good. Gosh. What, what time is it? Uh, we got like six minutes left. We right can on. run through headlines and maybe pick one. Yeah, pick one. All right. Uh, you, okay, so headlines. 
Taxes are the price we pay to live in a civilized society. Or are they? Uh, headline, the left's war on curiosity. Headline, meet Hadrian, the brick lane robot that will make construction workers obsolete. Oh, this might be the one we pick. Headline, a Mexican town over overthrew their local government and things are going great. Uh, headline, Texas man evicted for not paying government mandated rent on his own property. Uh, headline, why taxation is theft, no contract enforcement. Uh, shoot. Headline, uh, doctor punished for giving vaccine exemption to children with high risk of vaccine brain damage. Oh, shit, should have done that one earlier. That might be it. All right. Yep, the, the, other two, the other two aren't coming up for whatever reason. Locked behind paywalls. Screw you guys. So any any of the ones that I did read that you... Uh... No, no, go ahead, pick one. Okay, okay, I, thought I got past one of the paywalls. The ongoing problem of conveniently malfunctioning police cameras. Um, I'm going to go with the Mexican one because, number one, I really, you know, it, it's short enough where we can kind of get through it. And number two, I fucking really like the way Mexicans deal with, with politicians. <laughs> no joke man like i i don't we never we never got to it on the show um because the i think the last couple of weeks we, we we've had other things to bring to the table but there was like there was a headline and i don't remember what the number was but it was like um it's like the the, the mexican the, go ahead the only reason i want to hear it is because i i watched the two sicario movies nice you, oh so you did actually, see the first one yeah, I actually liked the second one a lot better. It was the the pacing was better. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, we we can talk about that afterwards because I I I think I like the first one better, uh, mostly because the second one like they they like they dropped the plot midway through. And I was like, well, that was mm -hmm. kind of a MacGuffin, but whatever. Right. <laughs> Anywho, so the 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 headline that we didn't we didn't get to a few weeks ago was basically like it's Mexican um, election season and, and the political season down there um, and something like 162 like uh, politicians or, you know, uh, candidates were murdered, <laughs> just, just right. fucking offed, you know, like, all right, you, you, you want to, you want to pretend to be our ruler and you're dead now. <laughs> and I've all, I, from, from the, from the inception of this show, I've always been a fan of the way the, the you know, the, the Mexicans, um, the the Mexican drug cartels and all that handle that type of business, you know, like oh new police chief kill him. What's well, that new police chief? And it's pretty soon nobody wants to be the police chief. So all that talk about like you know violence doesn't solve anything is like put to rest right there when you have towns without police chiefs because no one wants to do it because you know the the, the legitimate businesses in the town um, end their lives. So a Mexican town overthrew their local government and things are going great. The town of Charan was once plagued by people claiming the right to rule over them, and now they live peacefully, peaceful lives free of violence. After the town of 20,000 people in Mexico decided to take matters into their own hands by kicking out politicians, cops, and criminals, the, the now completely voluntary society is running great, and the people finally have freedom and peace. <clears throat> Charan is now run by an autonomous groups of armed individuals acting on a voluntary basis, with no one making laws, but no one harming each other either. Uh, choosing to work together instead of submitting to an authoritarian regime, previously claiming ownership over the town and those who reside in it, the people couldn't be doing better now that they've grabbed a firm hold of their freedom. It sure sounds scary to those unable to imagine a life of true freedom, but the town has been liberated since 2011, and no politician is allowed to come in and begin to control the people. 
According to Vice, armed men and women, not police, but members of an autonomous militia, guard every entrance to the town looking for strangers with contraband. Uh, Contraband would be considered political propaganda posters of those who claim the right to rule other human beings. Since the town has been free since 2011, there's no use for politicians or those who want power over others. For years, the town has been terrorized. For years, the town has been terrorized for years by an organized crime syndicate uh, devoted to illegally logging the surrounding forest. So after mobs drove out the criminals, they disarmed and drove out the corrupt cops who had protected them. And then they banned politicians. Uh, Chiron has achieved something unthinkable in Michoacan. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce that. A dramatic drop in murder rates, uh, with rates for other serious crimes hovering at nearly zero. For those in Mexico, especially in an election year marred by wanton police murders. See? Fucking good on the Mexicans. Chiron stands as proof that in a country entrenched cycles of violence, the key ingredient to that violence is the state. Remove that ingredient, and it's possible to start from scratch. It bears reasoning that when those who claim the right to rule over others are removed from society and people are left in freedom, they are much better human beings. When you remove the myth of authority that some have the right to own others, people freely and cooperatively work together for their best interest. Tehran is evidence that freedom works better than the bold and obvious socialist slavery in Venezuela. As soon as people begin to realize that their freedom is not at the whims of any other human being, real change and society based on nonviolence and cooperation can thrive. But it'll take considering the idea of a truly free society rather than putting one's life into the hands of a master politician. Uh, like I said, short and sweet. Your thoughts, MC? Well, that was uh, an excellent article. And uh, so, I, so I guess uh, that answers the question, huh? I think we had, like, I think we need to consider moving to Chiron. I don't even know where that is. Yeah. Time to find a map. <clears throat> so we don't have to go to Somalia. Yeah, screw Somalia. I, you know, I, I could, I could brush up on my Spanish, and if they're if they're truly free, I'm sure there's a translator there somewhere. You can pay a little bit to, you know, make sure business gets conducted. Yeah, yeah. I think we would be yeah. welcome there. Very, very inspirational. Yes, and again, you know, highlighting as an example what's possible, so that anyone who says, you know. The, 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 the only, you know, what, what is it? The, the only sure things are death and taxes. Well, no, right. There's, it's not a sure thing, maybe death, but who knows working on that. Um, but it doesn't have to be a sure thing. What has to change is the mindset of the people in the area. Because if, if a a small town of, you know, 20,000 Mexicans, uh, can overthrow, you know, the, the entire government in that area, then it's possible where you live too. Just it just takes a mindset shift that no, we're not going to put up with this anymore. And yes, we're going to band together to to throw off the yoke of the state in that little area. Um, and right, the the other key ingredient is the ability to protect that area uh, from any other encroachment. So you eliminate you eliminate the threat, and then you protect the area from any future threat, right? You got the armed militia, like, you know, do, do, does the Mexican government really want to roll in with tanks um, and destroy the town just to make an example? Probably not. Is it possible? Absolutely, right? But for, for the, this brief period of time, however long it lasts, and hopefully it'll last forever, but for the last seven years or so, you know, they've lived the voluntary existence. They, they've lived um, what I'll call the anarchist experience, 
um, you know, cheap plug there, but they've, they've proven that it's possible, um, and that it can be sustained given the right situation. And all that has to be done now is to create that situation wherever you happen to be, um, or move, you know, to, 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 for a better shot at it. Um, but that it is possible and that we have an example of it in practice already. Any other thoughts? Awesome. Final thoughts? Um, the, the issue with the, uh, the, Mexican, the Mexican government is, is kind of funny because a, a lot of it does center around the, the cartels. Um, so it's like a, a lot of their problems could go away if, if drugs were legalized. But, of course, the cartels don't want it legalized because then they wouldn't you know, be in power anymore. <laughs> yeah, then they lose power <laughs> too. <laughs> Um, Which again, we talked about it before was part of the conversation that I had, um, with my, my liberal coworker, right. Where, you know, she's like, well, w- wouldn't they just, you know, w- wouldn't they start fighting amongst each other for power? And I go, no, cause you know, j- just, you know, like, like beer and, and prescription drugs, right. Like as- aspirin is not going out and blowing up the Advil facility, you know, <laughs> Budweiser is not taking on a Coors, you know, distribution plant, um, the, 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 the cartels, the, will find another business to get into, right? If, if selling drugs legally is not as lucrative as is, is illegally, they'll do something else to get the money. Like they'll be out of the drug business, um, as soon as it becomes not profitable for them in the manner that they wish. It's not like they're doing it on principle. Oh, we love weed and we love cocaine. So we just like, you know, that's the, that's the business <laughs> we dreamed of. It's the business they get into because of how lucrative it is and how it removes most of them um, from a life of, of otherwise poverty. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. So should, should we fight to make drugs illegal in the U.S. so that, um, so that we can get some cartels that will kill off the government officials? Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm going off on a tangent here. I'm just trying to figure this out. Like, <laughs> just bring in MS 13, right? They're already, well, they're, um, they're, they're already, you know, one of like the biggest street gangs. Why not? How, how could that be any worse? At least there, at least there's like, they, they skip the pretense, right? Of being legitimate. It's just, you know, pay us or else. And we're, we're not, we're not going to bother with like the court system. That was the other thing I sent the, I sent the letter in for, um, another ticket that I, I got. Um, and I was, I was less cordial in this one. <laughs> so it was fine. I, I don't, I don't know. Eh, I don't want to get into it cause we're, we're over time. Um, but I basically said like, I have no intention to pay. And, you know, if you, if you wish to collect your $70, you're going to have to send your armed guards or take off that silly robe and get your hands dirty yourself. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, so I'm waiting to, I'm waiting to hear back from them for that one too. <laughs> get the fuck out of here with your silly fines. Just wasting everyone's <laughs> time. And I think that's part of it, right? Like, you know, they, they will, they will, they will likely assign like the, 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 you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it'll be a guilty verdict, but in like, in, 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 in name only, right? Like, you know, boop, guilty. And then that's it. But there, there's, 
There's no teeth behind it. Ceremonial, I think is the word I'm looking at. It'll be a ceremonial guilty verdict. Um, but that's it. You know, there'll, there'll be no real repercussions. Just more paperwork on both sides. All right. Anything else? Nope. All right. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. You guys know where to find us. Anarchistexperience.com. Facebook.com slash anarchistexperience. Uh, join us on discussion in the groups. Facebook.com slash groups slash anarchistexperience. Twitter. We's on the Twitters. Twitter.com slash the anarchist exp. Um, and if you want to contribute to the show financially, Patreon is where we do it. Patreon.com slash the anarchist experience. Uh, thank you very much for listening. And we'll talk to you all next week. Peace. <laughs>